great to be able to chat with you today on the Stronger Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for being my guest. Oh, it's just a big privilege, Jeremiah. I've just met you and since first night seeing you, it's just such a warming person. It's just such a privilege to be here. Uh, that's awesome. So the time that I decided, well, I really need to speak to this person is I bumped into you after you'd just been to the grocery store and I'm just like in the shops and you just run something crazy, like 20 kilometer run or something, I think with your husband. And I just thought, wow, these guys are doing something right. So I'd like to pick your brain. So you're a uh, food scientist mm. or food technologist technologist yeah it's like kind of the same term yeah yeah. but yeah food technologist it's similar and so your background's been in manufacturing and creating food is Mm -hmm. that correct yeah it's more in the size of like processing and then also like you're saying doing the recipe formulation development and then nutritional analysis so yeah it's quite interesting because consumer demand always change so your work always is never the same which i love so yeah that's incredible Mm -hmm. so this podcast this conversation is all about resilience stronger mental health and living a meaningful life and Mm -hmm. so the reason i wanted to speak to you is i wanted to pick your brain on nutrition Mm -hmm. and more specifically gut health and the connection that has to our mood Mm-hmm. Um, the way we feel, and I guess the way we approach living a meaningful life. Yeah. So for me, I've tr- struggled with weight pretty much most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people relate to this. Mm-hmm. And so year after year, you're doing a variety of different diets. Nothing really sticks. Yeah. And um, I think that's kind of a sad way to live. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, I stumbled into studying about gut health. And um, I was reading words which are probably on kombucha bottles or uh, somewhere. Yeah, all of that. Life cultures, yogurt, the whole thing, right? And so the reason for this conversation is I wanted to make it simple so that anyone can understand. And so, in a simplified way, what is gut health about? Okay, just to put a bit of background before simplifying it, it's kind of the gut microbiome, which consists of a lot of microorganisms, like a trillion different types of microorganisms. Where is the gut microbiome? So the gut microbiome is in your digestive tract, so okay. in your gut, basically. But okay. um, how it works, it, it by taking care of those microorganisms, mainly bacteria, some fungi, some viruses, but mainly bacteria, they actually take care of your body. So it's the same way of kind of creating that ideal environment for them to thrive in so they can get rid of toxins and help to clean the gut but also promote health and like you were saying your mood and it just plays such a big role in the whole full circle of it yeah it's sure. like a well-balanced ecosystem it's kind of your circle of life yeah everyone always say a healthy gut is a healthy life and yeah. i can completely agree with that as well yeah wow and i understand that there are some studies and mm-hmm. probably it's an increasing aspect of science and yeah. medicine that and in the food industry and everyone's food. talking about fermented foods gut health it's kind of one of the leading trends as well in the food industry yeah true and so how does this affect our mood this affects the mood in a, either a positive or negative way depends mm-hmm. on like i was saying the microorganisms the gut bacteria that kind of between the balance the good and the bad gut bacteria and this is directly influenced by what you eat so if you eat food that are more saturated fats, mm. more high in like plant animal-based protein, um, 
food that are also processed, contains a lot of sweeteners, things like that do affect the microbiome in mm-hmm. a negative way. Yeah, sure. And then the same with eating more plant-based food that's are high in nutrients, high in fiber, and just kind of that impacts the good gut bacteria. Yeah, okay. And that ultimately, like you were saying, the way it secretes and uh, benefits either your mood positively or in a negative way. So there has been a lot of studies that actually shows that by having more of the good gut bacteria, it actually allows you to handle stressful situations in yeah, sure. actually better and yeah. also not getting into that state of depression or even PTSD. So um, there's just a lot of research actually in the scientific background that also shows that by um, having the good bacteria that secretes neurotransmitters, known as serotonin, and um, also dopamine as well. So they actually contribute to the good mood, like you were saying, your feel-good hormone. And they actually do increase better uh, sleep patterns, reduces anxiety and stress as well. So it plays, it's like the whole full circle. If you kind of have a good balanced diet, and the good healthy gut bacteria mm. that influences the way you digest food and also the way it secretes certain neurotransmitters that actually does increase your mood by feeling better and also just feeling healthier. Yeah, wow. So, um, and I understand that Dr. Azab and mm. Dr. Gershon yeah. have sort of referred to the gut as the sec- a second, second brain. A second brain. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fascinating. It's so fascinating. It's actually it does have more um, of your nerves than actually in your spinal cord. So it has 100 million nerves situated in your digestive tract. So they communicate one-on-one with the brain. So the way your digestive tract works and your microorganisms influences the way your brain expresses mood or actually handles stressful situations. Yeah, sure. Wow, that's incredible. I think... Um, it's an interesting thing that we do quite a thing, quite a lot of things which are counterintuitive. Mm. So if we're celebrating a great day, mm. we want to have alcohol yeah. uh, as part of that day or part of that experience, yeah. and we want to have a lot of food as part yeah. of that experience as well. And more often than not, it's going to be let's celebrate with a pizza, let's celebrate with this or that. You treat yourself. Yeah, you want to <laughs> treat yourself. And I guess you know there's nothing uh, yeah. morally wrong with this, mm. but it is counterintuitive because. Mm. Um, they don't actually, on the long run, make yeah. you feel better mm. um, because, as you're saying, they mm. affect that... Negatively affect the gut. That microbiome. Yeah, yeah wow. Um, and I guess part of my journey, yo-yo dieting mm. for years and years and years, I've kind of tried basically everything. Mm. And I suppose I've done Atkins, I've done... Mm. Um, uh, keto for a little mm-hmm. bit, and which is so bad for your like gut health. Is it really? You think of the saturated fatty acids. In the long run, it actually decreases the good bacteria, which is your lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. Those are mainly the two strains that actually do benefit the gut, but it in- increases the Clostridium perfringens, and then as well your bacteroids. So because the way the fat are absorbed and digested in the gut, mm. it will either increase or decrease the good gut bacteria. And that's mainly based on your long-chain and short-chain fatty acids. So the short-chain fatty acids actually benefit the good gut bacteria, which are mainly found in vegetables, 
fibrous food, nuts, things, yeah, things like nuts, that, or yeah. plant-based kind of diet. Yeah. And then the food high in meat, saturated fats are more the long chain fatty acids and the process where it's broken down actually increases the gut the bad gut bacteria really so yeah it is quite interesting how the balance it's like you were saying there's no point in following one diet yeah even as your dna is so you know and your fingerprint everyone has a unique fingerprint as well it's just the same with your gut microbiome it has its own dna mm. so you can't really follow a diet that works for me will not most probably work for you as well sure so it's kind of finding that find balance and knowing what works for your own body and actually just listening to it. It's so yeah. smart. It regulates its own acid. Yes. It's like if you drink enough water, you won't have that unnecessary acid buildup as well. You just keep hydrated, exercise, you know. Your body is so smart. It kind of does their own thing. You yeah. just need to take care of the things you can take care of. Your gut bacteria just by introducing a healthy diet. I mean, just that cycle of homeostasis in our body, Mm, which happens at various different levels in Mm. our body, is incredible how the body wants to heal itself. It wants to regulate Mm. um, internal conditions so Mm. that it's dynamically adjusting all the time just so that it's operating its optimal level. And I think the problem with a lot of diets is that the focus is on weight loss Mm. or perhaps aesthetics. And And short-term results. Short-term results. results in a few weeks or two months. They want to have the results as well. Yeah, and so approaching our nutrition from the perspective Mm. of what's good for our gut microbiome Mm. is not really a prescribed diet. Mm. It's more of an approach where you're looking at what is going to be good for me. Mm, And it's a totally different look. It's a totally different view, isn't it? It's so relieving as well. You know, when you put so much stress on yourself about, I need to follow this diet, I need to take in a certain amount of calories every day. Mm. It just kind of steals so much from enjoying food. Yeah. With my background as a chef as well, I'm just, you know, just being an absolute foodie. For me, it's all about enjoying food. And that also plays such a big role in your digestion of food. Yeah. You know, properly sitting down, chewing your food, because that's actually where the breakdown starts. It's by in the mouth. Yeah. And it's it just also contributes so much to the way your body digests and absorbs nutrients. And just the pleasure behind it. And a lot of people have lost that kind of, you know, getting back to actually enjoying food for what it is. Yeah. And it's there to nourish the body and just finding the balance of what works for you and just kind of figuring that out. You can literally just listen to your body. If you have cravings, you know, everyone has their cravings. Yeah, but sure. If you have late night cravings and you're craving a specific kind of food, just do a bit of research. Go into like, oh, is it high in vitamin B? Is it high in iron or magnesium? And it kind of gives you that, you know, just formula you want of, oh, I actually maybe suffer a little from iron deficiency. Or yeah, maybe sure. I do have so that's your body this. actually saying, I, exactly. I kind of want this. Exactly. It's not yeah. just sugary always or caffeine. Just go have a look at the, you know, what the, is the nutrient composition of that food. Yeah. That will give you a lot of answers before even doing a blood test result, just to see like, oh, maybe I'm am depleting myself or mm. does it have a bit of that feel-good hormones like chocolate yeah. that kind of lifts your mood? We need to cut back in life with taking on a lot of things and yeah. actually, you know, just have a bit of discipline in that as well, just making time for yourself. And mm. Just, you know, like I was saying, just being more in tune to what your body is actually telling you. Yeah, which 
is interesting, just circling back to the diets. I remember when I was doing Atkins quite a long time ago, oh, yeah. when Atkins was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like go out, eat breakfast with <laughs> um, several links of bacon, yeah. I mean sausages, have <laughs> bacon, have eggs, fry it all in coconut oil. Mm-hmm. This thing is dripping with fat <laughs> and you're allowed technically, you know, technically. Yeah, you're like, to, oh, this is my diet. That's <laughs> right. You just eat that all day long. But there's nothing about that that's actually good for you mm. um, in terms of your gut health. Mm. And from what I'm hearing from you, that needs to be the approach of mm. the way that we approach nutrition. What made mm. you even look at all of this? Why do you have a personal journey yes, with this yourself? I actually, like you were saying, you went through a stage of a lot of like always struggling with weight when you were in your older age. Mm. For me, it's when I hit 20, I really suffered so much from having a lot of weight loss so I was really skinny I had a lot of deficiencies iron deficiency and I was just overall really sick you know Mm. anything that kind of my immune system was so weak so any small flu or something like that kind of ended up in the hospital or had a lot of leaky gut as well Mm. and I did a lot of tests and I've seen a few doctors and I was diagnosed with Hashimoto which is like a thyroid autoimmune disease sure And um, I had to change my diet based on that. And I also struggled with hormones. I never had a period. I was 20. And, you know, just a lot. Like you said, it's kind of this whole cycle. Mm. And when I changed my diet to fit the needs of my body, it completely changes. Well, it's an interesting approach. Just interrupt you for a second. Because the typical approach is to um, take medication Mm. and pharmaceuticals Mm. and... That's not always the answer. No, especially with autoimmune. Like like you would know, a lot of autoimmune disease, there's not really a prescribed medication for most of them, like lupus, things like that. Mm. You can manage it, but you can never kind of treat it or cure it. Sure. It's kind of one of those diseases that are really kind of, you have to have the balance with your immune system and having a balance in life. So managing your stress, managing the way you eat, you know, all those external factors you can have an influence on, kind mm. of just having the most out of that to balance the, your immune response so it doesn't flare up. So you kind of want to always keep it constant. Sure. Okay. And since I've managed that and always never, it's been eight years, I've never had a flare up or anything like that with my autoimmune. And so many things changed. Like I had a lot of even hair loss and, you know, I just, my skin health, my hair health, um, my weight loss, I picked up 10 kilograms and it's just healthy weight. It's never, and my hormone, my whole cycle got back. Mm. Um, my whole life actually changed. My energy levels, sure. um, I had a lot of deficiencies. In two years, I had my blood test and I actually no deficiencies at all. So really? just by listening to your gut and kind of healing the gut lining as well by the way you eat and manage stress and also exercise regularly. Yeah. It has completely changed my life. Well, so I've read a few different studies and reports, Mm -hmm. but it's anywhere from, I've read anywhere from 70% up to 90% of making us feel good Mm -hmm. comes from this second brain Mm -hmm. that we have. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That generally we neglect. Yeah. Um, Is this correct? Yeah, no, I agree. I think... Um, like I was saying, even being tired, you know, if you have iron deficiency, one of the first symptoms is you are really tired all the time, even though you sleep a lot and you feel depleted. So even just like I was saying, with taking care of your gut, having that perfect environment that can actually absorb and digest nutrients 
um, your body feels it feels different. You have a lot of energy. Mm. Your mood changes because your hormones also play such a big role in the way you sleep, but also your mood. Yeah. So if that is balanced as well, you just will feel good. It's just like you're saying this whole system that works together in your body. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's. We've got lots of info <laughs> there. So how do we practically apply this to our life mm. without the perspective of? I want to get on another diet yeah. because I feel like that's kind of what's pushed all the mm. time um, in mm. magazines or books. So let's mm. get on to the, the yeah, this new, is the next new always thing. Always nutrients like you're saying, keto, then vegan, then plant-based. That's exactly right. Yeah. So how do we approach this and make some practical changes? For example, mm. what is a, I'm just going to make it real simple. What's a really good breakfast? A really good breakfast for me, especially because I'm, kind of leading towards iron deficiency always not because of my autoimmune mm -hmm. is teff i don't know if you know the grain teff no teff yeah. is actually ethiopian grain super rich in iron magnesium a lot of nutrients like a nutrient bomb actually yeah and um i know the one i use is teff tribe which is the they do the little sachets almost like you have your instant oats so where can we get this is this in like <laughs> any retail shop I really think Paul's uh, Farmer Jacks, I think I've seen them in there as well. Okay. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's like a little sachet, but you can even make your own like you would do with oats. You cook them from starch with water, just adding water until it boils and it cooks up. Okay. Um, but it's such a nice, easy, nutrient-dense um, breakfast. And then you just add your toppings, you know, your kind of granola, which has the seeds and nuts, some chia seeds or your super nutrients you want to include in that as well. You can add buckwheat, which is also so healthy, plant-based protein. Yeah. And you top it with some fruit. You can have strawberry, banana. Um, even if you're following lactose-free or dairy diet, you can either do coconut yogurt or plain yogurt, add a bit of, you know, the lactobacillus, a kind of good fermented bacteria-finding cultured products like yogurt or cheese as well. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of my favorite, or even my husband's favorite at this time. This is crazy because <laughs> everything you've just said is what my brain thinks that's what you shouldn't eat for breakfast because oh, I'm yeah? thinking it's all carbs. Everything yeah. you've just said is carbs, and mm. uh, well, other than a little bit of cheese, but mm. it's all carbs. Mm. And I think when you keep on having that diet, weight loss yeah. brain always think you always think that way and, yeah, yeah. You, but you're saying this is mm. full of nutrients mm. that we need exactly if you kind of have the meal you want so much nutrients you can have that's why a lot of people the trends are about superfoods mm. because superfoods are including those nutrients you lack from your diet so the same way as thinking about food is having that look on oh, how can I include more nutrients and feed my body better and take care, better care of it. Yeah. That's the way you should look at your meal, not like looking at it and be, oh, it's carbs or, you know, it's sugar, it's this amount of calories. Yeah. And that even steals from enjoying what you've created, but yeah. also what you eat. Sure. And um, even like I was saying, because it's plant-based protein, it's still protein like buckwheat and teff and protein kind of, um, ignites the metabolism in the beginning as well yeah so that in the long run also helps your metabolism to digest food helps with body weight management so i would say kind of my personal take on intermittent fasting as well as we talked previously if you are consuming too much food or too many calories a day kind of a lot of people are going to intermittent fasting mm -hmm. which does help because it cuts out a lot of the calories or the amount of food you eat in a day. Yeah. But in the long run, 
um, even keeping your metabolism going. Having smaller portions of food that are nutrient-dense get the metabolism started. Not a lot of refined or at all refined carbs and sugars. That it actually you know, gives you the capability of digesting and absorbing mm. fats and proteins that you will never struggle with, you know, that abdominal fat, which is so dangerous for a lot of chronic diseases as well. Yeah, sure. So um, I know a lot of people struggle with thyroid issues. So mm. what you've just described mm. has benefited you. So much. Yeah. Just kind of having discipline in my life, you know, overall with exercise, because even too much exercise can be detrimental mm. because it makes also your immune flare up, you experience stress, and that will automatically cause a flare up in my autoimmune as well. Yeah. And um, just keeping the balance in fitness or the way you eat, the way you're social, your work, kind of just managing it that way, finding a way to relieve stress and to just have a better diet or eating habits. Yeah, sure. That plays such a bigger role than actually what you eat as well. Then, you know, it all is linked together. But that is kind of my winning formula about looking at it and changing it. Yeah, wow. Okay, so... I'm going to get your take on a couple of things, okay? Yeah, sure. So um, we go into a pharmacy store and then we see a whole section there. Yeah. It's got all the probiotics and, yeah. you know, all the different cartoon characters and things which are all about good gut, mm. gut health. What should we be looking for in terms of a supplement when it comes to probiotics or prebiotics? Um, you can it, – it kind of depends on the person. Is the well. one that's in the fridge better or does it – make no difference. I, I think it's mainly based on the diversity of the strains. So a lot of people say there's a lot of different, like I mentioned, the Bevido bacterium and the lactobacillus. So there's different strains in each of those um, two bacteria that actually having a diverse amount of that actually does increase and benefit the gut. But if you're struggling, maybe I've read a lot about lactobacillus gasseri which is a mainly a strain that helps with weight loss. You, or you'll find some of those probiotics yeah. that says weight loss. Sure. And those ones you'll probably find that strain mainly in okay. the probiotic capsule because it actually helps with digesting and absorbing fat as well in your gut. That's interesting. And wow. it's so interesting because um, even babies that are breastfed versus babies that are not breastfed, they have a larger amount of the lactobacillus gasseri because it's also found in breast milk. Sure. And wow. that actually helps in the long run by keeping their gut healthy and absorbing fat. And a lot of babies that grow up as children struggle a lot less with weight gain as well that has been breastfed because it's just mainly based on the diversity of your gut bacteria and having also good eating habits or, you know, as a kid as well, just introducing that into your life. Yes. So, yeah, it depends on the need of the consumer. But a basic probiotic with prebiotics, so it has the fiber, like I was saying, to feed the gut bacteria so they can actually thrive and live in the gut. That's kind of a win-win if mm. you kind of want to introduce more healthy bacteria into the gut. I would recommend something with a prebiotic um, if you don't include a lot of fiber or vegetables in your diet or if you just want to kickstart, you know, yeah. your gut health as well. Yeah. What's your take on kombucha? Should I, I be drinking all of it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fermented foods actually, like you would find kefir, you know, the sauerkraut, kombucha, all the fermented foods are getting a lot of attention in yes, the food industry as well. But it is because they do contain live cultures. So the live cultures are live bacteria. It's like almost a natural form of taking a probiotic. Yeah. So in the long run, when you take or consume a lot of fermented foods, it will 
benefit your gut as well. Yeah. So yeah, kombucha. I like kombucha. It's kind of refreshing and nice in the summer as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I also I I think it it, it has positive feedback from my side. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. So a couple of practical things yeah. that anyone listening to this can go mm-hmm. out and change today. Yeah. What would you recommend? do this today i would recommend definitely taking a probiotic with a prebiotic especially if you come from a background with a lot of you know bad eating habits like bad lifestyle choices not exercising i would say that is kind of a good way of kick-starting you know your life cultures and creating new bacteria in the gut as well or introducing how long it. does that take to sort of create an effect in our body um i would recommend at least three months Okay. take it daily in the morning just to it's almost just to give that introduction it's almost like iron supplication as well you kind of take it to refill all the you know mm. reserves in your body and then you can let go of it again by introducing good healthy eating habits just to maintain the gut bacteria as yeah. well and then i would say introducing plant-based or flexitarian almost kind of lifestyle flexitarian okay. yeah yeah <laughs> which is mainly eating plant-based meals but mm-hmm. eating two to three times a week you, you consume meat okay so it's almost having kind of a vegetarian diet or vegan diet but introduced with meat because mm. i also feel it does play its own role in that sense i don't feel like you need to exclude a lot of things out of your diet by just following a specific diet sure like vegan yeah um, so yeah, following a plant-based diet because it introduces a lot more of the prebiotics that feeds the gut bacteria, so they can actually thrive and live on and help clean the gut as well. Mm. So I would definitely recommend that, and also eating um, a plant-based meal mainly as your dinner rather than having it as a lunch, That's because it also helps you in the long run sleep better as well, but also helps with acid reflux heartburn, things like that, where it actually builds up a lot of acid in the stomach. So when you wake up, you actually have that really bad breath, you know, that really bad morning breath. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It's directly contributed to, like, your digestive system and how it, the type of food it needs to digest. So digesting meat is a lot more harder for the gut. It needs a lot of acid to break down compared to plant-based meal. And like I was saying, it also uh, increases the good gut bacteria by eating more a plant-based meal compared to a lot of meat, a lot of saturated fats, alcohol, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I would also definitely, for me, it would be the diet. It would be taking a probiotic. And then exercising regularly is, I think a lot of people know this already. Yeah, yeah. And having good, disciplined... Well, it's funny because the more you keep on digging all of this, (laughs) you you sort of know that it's... You know what you should be doing. Yeah. (laughs) I think a lot of it has to do with the approach. Um, I think because we have a tendency to be focused on Mm. aesthetics, the Mm. way we look, and Mm. there's a tendency to get focused on weight loss... Mm. Um, as a primary um, mm. factor as to why we're trying to change something in our mm. body, um, we go down these tangents that seemingly work for other people or some mm. people and we get kind of stuck. I think my journey with this has been, I don't want to have a life where I'm reliant on caffeine to keep mm. me awake. Mm. And I find that there is that fogginess that comes mm. for a lot of people. Mm. And when I stumbled onto the fact that 90% of all of this comes from what I eat and whether it's good for the second brain that's inside of me, Mm. that is radically different 
in terms of its approach mm. and then in the way that you actually function to treat that. Mm. Um, I think as we go down this path of mm. wanting to change our diet and to yeah. do something that's beneficial mm. for our gut microbiome, mm. it's so important to keep that as our focus. We can't control external factors. Yeah, exactly. So things happen, stress happens, yeah. life, there's pressures, all of those things, but it's how... Mm that internal factors, mm. you can control that. Mm. And if 90% of it comes from our gut microbiome, then mm. we probably should be paying some attention to it. No, definitely. Like you were saying, 90% of even those feel-good hormones, the serotonin, are actually produced in the digestive tract. That's incredible. Crazy, you know? Yeah, that's incredible. It's just just shows you how much it, the influence it has on your overall well-being. Yeah. Not just out of a nutritional perspective, but also, like you are saying, your mood, your energy... You just being able to like either perform in your work or as parents or just do your daily tasks and not always feel like worn down and you know it's such a hard effort to do small things in life. Yeah, enjoy absolutely. Them for that matter. Yeah, because when you're stressed and under pressure, it sometimes seems simpler just oh I'll go through a fast food drive through or something like that. <laughs> Rock up at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not necessarily gonna make us feel better. Nadi, this has been a fantastic chat. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. Nice and to um going to continue picking your brain on a variety of different topics but thank you so much for this conversation it's perfect thanks for having me i've enjoyed this so much